Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 9. Tonight, we talk Mario 35th Anniversary Direct, as well as a Nintendo Partner Presentation, and, or, or should I call it the Dance Dance Direct, <laughs> and then the Nindy World Showcase. Uh, that and more. Also, can you uh, say Mario again? Yeah, Mario. Okay. Because you sort of said Mario. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I enjoy pronouncing things wrong. I, I just had to know for sure if that was uh, just for fun or if that's how you always pronounce it. That is not how I always pronounce it. But Catan is still how I uh, pronounce Catan. Yeah. It's so much better, Catan. That's just, I, I'm an American. <laughs> not an American. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to this episode. Off to a great start. <laughs> I am joined tonight by my pal, Micah. Yep. And I am Andrew, and we are the Nintendo Pals. Uh, we do not have a guest host tonight, but that's because we have so much to talk about that if we had an extra person on here, this podcast would go like three hours. Yeah, it's also mostly because we just have so many friends, and they're all just fighting over who wants to be on the show. Yeah, that's podcast, exactly. So <laughs> we just didn't want to have to pick a favorite for this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, it's just the most fair to just have us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's then get started. We've got a lot of news to cover today, so. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into the Nintendo news. So let's talk about the big one first. We just had the Mario 35th Anniversary Direct. And wow. Wow, what a direct it was. I'm like so excited. I I like literally was like pumping my fist during I was like, yes. Yeah, it was it was super good. And it's you can finally play uh, Mario Sunshine. Yes, I am very excited for that, and I'm excited because uh, we were borrowing Mario Odyssey from friends. Just returned that, and that was like my son's favorite game. So we were going to buy another cop. We're going to buy our own copy of that, but we're going to wait till Black Friday because it's probably going to be on sale. And in the meantime, buy the 35th anniversary game to kind of to should tide him over for a while yes that's that's kind of our thought process he should really like it because he loved odyssey and i think he'll really like mario galaxy so and i'm excited to play mario sunshine for the first time because like we have talked about before i did not have a gamecube so i missed out on an awesome library of games like i will never let you forget yeah Yep, it's true. It's such a shame that the GameCube generation didn't sell all that well, because in my opinion, it really does have some of the best games. Yeah, it it really does. Like, if you think about some of the like, defining games for franchises, there's a lot on that system. And some starts. Like, that's where Pikmin started. That's where Metroid Prime started. Luigi's Mansion. 
there's a, there's a bunch. Uh, but the 35th anniversary direct, along with the ports of the 3D Mario games, which which it's um, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy coming in one bundle, a 3D All Stars pack. Uh, the original All Stars pack was put onto SNES Online, so you can play the. Let's see, that's the first like four Mario games on in one spot. Yeah, so that's also pretty exciting. I th- yeah, I think I've only played like the third one all the way through. Have you beat the first game, like Super Mario Bros? I well. Actually, I, I probably have beaten that one. I think we got it is some deluxe edition or something for the Game Boy. Yeah, that's what I had. Game Boy Color. I on. Yep, I beat it on the Game Boy Color in the deluxe version. Yeah, so I'm especially excited to try out 2 and the 4th. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I am very excited, speaking of the first game, for Mario 35, which will be coming out... I believe that was October 1st. And that's going to be like Tetris 99, but with Mario Bros, the first Mario Bros. And what a cool idea. I'm so excited to play that one. (laughs) Yeah, that that one seems like it's going to be a blast. I hope that it has the ability to connect with friends and you can play against your friends. Yeah, that would be really cool. Although with 35 people, that's probably just going to be random people oh man i hope not because but but it would be I cool know, if they, like a separate like just friends mode yeah i know that uh tetris 99 you could like pay to get the ability to play with people you know but i didn't even know that but with mario uh be, for that being a limited release I, that would have to either be built in or just not going to be a feature so yeah <laughs> i guess we'll see uh, along with that, gosh, I, there there were so many announcements. There's the Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U, which is getting ported over. Oh yeah, it's, with Bowser's Fury. Yeah, I think it's. I don't think it's called Deluxe. They dropped the Deluxe title and instead put Plus Bowser's Fury. Yeah, so I'm excited to learn what that is. Yeah, kind of looked like uh, a hard mode. Like there's going to be some more challenging levels. Yeah, that, that's what I'd heard, which is pretty exciting because 3D World was really fun, but I felt like for a lot of it, it wasn't very difficult. Yeah. I, re- I really I, liked some of the, like, the last levels. Like that yeah, last wasn't... level you have to unlock. Yeah, well, that one was pretty hard, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, so that there's was like a whole hard. world dedicated to that. <laughs> yeah, that one took a while to beat. <laughs> Yeah, that that game is fantastic and is going to be a must buy, I think. And yeah, it I'm is excited go- for the online. Yeah, so. it is going to have online multiplayer. So you're excited for uh, very laggy gameplay and picking people up and throwing them off the edge. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, mostly the picking people up and throwing them off the edge. Yeah, I forgot about it. Um, in that game, when you get to the flagpole first, you get a crown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody else 
can like steal the crown from you. Yeah, I just like, feel like you and make you drop it. I feel uh, like that's a that recipe for a blast. <laughs> a recipe for fights. Oh yeah. So this online, don't think of it as co-op. It's definitely not. <laughs> not if you play with me, at least. No. <laughs> so that's gonna be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. What else was there announced? There was. Oh, I am so, so legitimately probably the thing I'm most excited for out of that direct is Mario Kart Live. Oh yeah. Home circuit. Which just looks so cool. <laughs> and I know that's like kind of geared more towards kids, but I am a kid at heart, so <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Plus plus you'll just buy it for your kids, right? Yeah, yeah, air air quotes. Uh buying it for my <laughs> children. Uh yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna come out. It's for those that didn't see it, it's a basically an RC car with a camera rigged to the top of it that hooks up to your Nintendo Switch. So you can play Mario Kart with this real RC car. And so you make your own track. Um, and the on screen, Mario's like animated and stuff. He's like throwing shells and things. And there are other racers. And you're racing an RC car in real life. And I'm just excited for the possibilities of like making tracks out of different uh, bits of toys, and yeah, we've got a bunch of boxes we could use. Make your own sweet jumps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That'd be awesome. And we have like, I was cleaning up toys in the living room today. We have like a big old train set, so we could like make train tracks that kind of work in parallel with the with the cars so there's a lot of stuff we can do is there a price for that that they've announced yeah it is 99 dollar it is pretty expensive yeah especially if you are a parent of more than one child that will want this you're gonna need to buy more than one yeah unless they suddenly learn how to take turns yeah <laughs> even still so you, can, that. you can play with up to four players but each of you needs a, your own switch and car yeah so we'll does it, does i would like to have like two. a com- oh yeah does it come with like some computers i mean i don't that it just adds in for you sort of like how it animates mario yep yep so on the game screen, you'll see. I in the trailer, all I saw were uh, Bowser's. What are they called? The the Koopas, Lings, and Bowser yeah, Jr. I don't think they're technically his children, but yeah. So the that's all I saw. I didn't see any other NPCs, which makes me wonder if they're going to be releasing more carts with different characters. Oh yeah. If so, I gotta get me a Waluigi one. <laughs> uh, they'll probably make all char- characters except Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it'll probably yeah. be every like Mario Kart toy I've seen because they've released RC cars in the past that are just RC cars with no extra functionality. Um, and we have the Monopoly Mario Kart game, 
and they had the characters were Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad. Yoshi wasn't even in the starting set. <laughs> you could get Yoshi as an add-on in like Donkey Kong. Very disappointed in them. Yeah. So, but are you also really excited for Mario Jenga? Oh yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. I have no idea how that's played, but I want it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that does look pretty cool. And and along with Mario Jenga, they so there was a point in the direct where it was just like, and we have all of these things, and it's just like bam, 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 just like announcement after announcement after announcement. And there were Mario Pumas. Mario clothes, Mario Just Jenga. to clarify, uh, Mario Pumas are shoes, in case some of you thought they were like a Pluma plushie. Yeah, who was I talking Was I talking yeah. to you that thought I was talking about an I actual don't, Pluma? I don't think so. I think it was <laughs> someone else. Yeah, that was pretty great. I like, mean, why would a Mario be... Puma wouldn't even make sense. Mario <laughs> Puma plushie, what? Yeah. <laughs> Some <laughs> Mario shoes, which were like three hundred dollars or like two hundred or three hundred dollars for a pair of mario pumas which didn't look awesome to me but they are definitely mario and cool collectors items so power to you if you bought some um power to you if you have enough money to buy those (laughs) yeah yeah i've got a scrounge and maybe save up for two mario kart live carts we'll see i'm i'm hoping that we get I'm hoping that we get one as a gift for Christmas from someone, <laughs> from a loving oh, grandparent. Spoiler alert, it's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get you like a $7 RC that you can sort of use. Yeah. With it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> is you, could, you could use different RC cars, and I think it we're just... going to do that for Aubrey, because she has her own little um, cow RC car that just has forward Ooh. and backwards. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's make a drag strip race. <laughs> just just one. That's, yeah, straight yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited to see the, the items, because they have like items like a mushroom and bananas. I'm curious to see how that's handled. If the if RC like, car like actually speeds up. Yeah. If, or, uh, mostly I'm excited for a banana if it just like wigs out your controls or something yeah please man i'm so excited it's gonna be so cool there's so many tracks you can make yeah and we have a pretty good sized hardwood floor space in our kitchen and we have our garage we can use as well so yeah i'm excited i guess this is because you can create your own tracks right or yeah like pre i wasn't sure if they're like presets Hmm. I don't know about that. I think you have to map it out, but I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, because it'd be it would essentially be the Mario Kart maker. (laughs) Yep. If you guys make your own tracks, yeah. Even if they all like are all preset with like the size and everything, you could still have different flooring items to create different like traction. I guess. Mm Hmm. Changed up a little bit, but. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'll have to. We'll, we'll definitely be getting one. So, and it currently comes in the Mario and Luigi varieties. You know, Mario, Ooh. Mario, Luigi. 
So, uh, so which one you planning on getting first? That's a good question. I think I might get the Luigi first. That's right. Mario's overrated. <laughs> Just kidding. This is his 35th anniversary, man. But it's also Luigi's 35th anniversary. Yeah, I was saying, is he's it, been there. Is it, is it Luigi's 35th, though, or <laughs> was he created a little bit after? I think he was in the first game since Super Mario are they, Bros. Are they, are they counting a Jumpman? I don't think they're counting Jumpman. I think it's the Super Mario uh, Bros. Okay. original game. Okay, yeah. Uh, along with the uh, many merchandise products that they announced, they also announced Animal Crossing will be getting Mario-themed oh. items, and there will be a Mario-themed Splatfest in Splatoon. Oh, yeah. And those had there was also shirts associated with that Splatfest, shirts for the 35th anniversary for sale. Just tons of stuff that you can get. And it was like just a floodgate of Mario things after what seemed like a drought of announcements. Yeah. After not saying anything for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, so one thing I found interesting, I think the it was announced that the Animal Crossing items weren't coming till March. And I don't oh, really? I don't know why it's going to take so long. <laughs> it Probably seems weird. March March tenth, mayhaps? Ah, yeah, maybe. That does make sense. There's Although, kind of, yeah, there's kind of a, a weird theme of a lot of things are only available till the end of March. Yeah. And then they're gone. Like Mario 35. Um, you can't buy Mario 3D All-Stars after the 31st of March. Yeah. Unless so. you want to pay a crap ton of money from people reselling. I'm sure. Yep. And yeah, I, I just think so. You want to hear my theory on why that is? Because of Zelda's 35th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited <laughs> for. So, what this 35th anniversary of Mario, Mario Direct could potentially mean for, for the. Zelda anniversary, 35th anniversary. Like, they went all out. There's a ton of merchandise. There's a bunch of games coming out. And... I, I mean, it's an exciting time to be a Mario fan, which I, I'm yeah. a big Mario fan. But I might... I'm hoping they go this far out with uh, Zelda. I, they're going to do something. You know that. Because for the... I think for the 25th and 30th anniversaries of Zelda, there were special things that happened. Uh, for the 25th, I might be mixing up my dates here, so someone correct me if I'm wrong, but for the 25th, they released a special edition of Four Swords for the DSi. It's like download, free download. And it was like a full game that played through four swords and different and different levels from the franchise using the four swords formula and that was a ton of fun but was like a limited release after after like a certain date you couldn't download it anymore which is a major bummer because it was super yeah, fun that's it's 
I was a little disappointing. <laughs> um, and then but I think sir- for the thirtieth, they was that when Skyward Sword came out. Yeah, I think it was because I'm I'm pretty sure I have some orchestral four sword CD somewhere, some fancy symphony. Yeah, they've got. They, Actually, they've I'm got pretty that. sure you borrowed it from me or something. Yep. Yep. And that was that was in conjunction with the thirtieth, and I think Skyward Swords like release was in conjunction with the thirtieth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I listened to that in my car for a while. It's a good soundtrack, man. Really awesome. And so they've done stuff in the past. And with this latest, like, Mario Bros. Direct, 35th Anniversary Direct, there there was just so much that they did that I I can't help but get excited for the possibilities that, that Zelda could have. Uh, yeah. I've I've laid out my prediction pretty thoroughly, so I'll share it here real quick. But I predict that next year we are going to get a limited edition 3D Zelda All Stars bundle. It probably won't be called that. It'll probably be called the Zelda Collection. Uh, you had that for the GameCube, right? The Zelda collection. It had um, Ocarina just, of Times, Ma- Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and a couple other games from the franchise. Uh, no, I just had a fancy edition of Ocarina of Time with like a master quest mode. That was just extra difficult. Well, they released a bundle on the GameCube back in the day. That was that was that. But my prediction is that this will be uh, the 3DS versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and might include A Link Between Worlds, the 3DS Zelda title. That would be pretty cool. If they're porting over the other two from the 3DS, I think it would make sense to bring that one as well. And so that would be that bundle, and you could get that for like a $60 bundle. And it'd be just like a update remaster, so you could play Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which I would absolutely love. Still haven't played Majora's Mask, so I, I would really like to play that on the Switch. And then along with that, they'll be porting over the Twilight Princess HD collection and... Or not collection, the... Twilight Princess HD for Wii U and Wind Waker HD for Wii U will be getting ports to the Switch with maybe some bonus content. Seems to be kind of the thing to do when porting over a game from Wii U. Yeah. And then we'll top out that next year. I I don't know at what point all this will happen. Uh, I assume the anniversary is towards the end of February, so I assume they'll either start end of February or kick off in March. And then we will get Breath of the Wild 2 next year. That would be pretty exciting. And then we're going to get to this in the rumor mill, but there's a rumor that Skyward Sword is coming to Switch. So that would also coincide with that. Yeah. 
how awesome would it be? Every Zelda game. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And they've already, Zelda seems like game. they've already, already ported so many, like, uh, of their console Zelda games. Yeah. It would be really cool. Cause so, right now with the Mario 35th, it, it is going to soon be possible to play practically every Mario game ever made on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, with some exceptions, uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. 2, yeah. <laughs> and there was another one. It's the one for the GameCube. Uh, Super Mario Land 2, I think. Not the Not GameCube. Lie. It's I... for the Game Boy, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, not going to lie. I do not remember Super Mario Land on the GameCube. <laughs> yeah, Super Mario Land 2 for the Game Boy. But still, that's a, just a, a... There's every Mario game. <laughs> like, so so many Mario games. You could play through the entire series. And that's pretty cool. And... If only they had uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Oh, yes. If only they counted Paper Mario as part of... The franchise they like yeah. don't seem to they're like yeah that one doesn't count it's different you know paper mario he's a different guy like an alternate alternate universe yeah so question for you are you picking up the 3d all-star pack yeah i don't know it it is very tempting but i have played all three of them and I just paid for another semester of college and housing. So I'm pretty broke. <laughs> yeah. And that's, a, that's the hard part, is a lot of these games, even the Mario, the Super Mario 3D World coming out, you've already played through and beat that. I also have played through and beat that entire game. Yeah, so I feel like that one, I'm... I'm actually probably leaning a little towards that one more than the other collection pack just because it has online and I can play with other people and that Bowser's Fury is very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, me personally, probably ain't going to end up getting both. <laughs> Cause you probably are. Yeah. My kids, my, my, my kiddo is really into Mario right now. He has been yeah doing it for your kiddos. <laughs> He's been playing a lot of Mario Maker. <laughs> oh, and really enjoys that. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for him to kind of love get build a love of the franchise through all these other really really good games. Mario Galaxy yeah. is so good. That's like one of my favorite Mario games, and I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I kind of do want to go back and play that one, though. But, I mean, I could just bust out my Wii. True. I could bust out any of my systems. Well, except Mario 64. Well, actually, I do have that on a virtual console on the Wii. So, I but could bust I'm out my Wii. I'm pretty sure that they, they extended the screen for the Switch. Because the Wii was built for, like, the like square TVs standard. Oh yeah. yeah. And so you're going to be missing out on like half the game, literally like both edges of the <laughs> game. <to> be gone. <laughs> that is true. But that's, that's part of the nostalgia. Yeah. 
Well, don't worry. They left the Mario 64 the same. Can I say that I'm, oh, I'm right slightly on. disappointed they ported that one instead of uh, an up... I, I always say that. Uphancement. An enhancement of the... Uh, upscaled or... An upscaled version of the DS version of the game. Did you play Mario 64 the, on the DS? I, no. Okay, so it's essentially the same game with slightly better graphics and more playable characters. You don't start the game as Mario. You start the game as Yoshi. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I like this already. Yeah. Yeah. And then you Do have they... to free Mario, Luigi, and Wario, and you can swap playing as any of those characters, and they all have like slightly different abilities. Like... Huh. That is interesting. It was a lot of fun, and they had like a mini game collection, which was a lot of fun. There was just like it was just the original game and more with slightly better graphics. So I just kind of bummed that they're porting. They wouldn't the just do that one original, yeah. but that's that's okay. It, the original's still solid and really good. It's just I want to play the DS one on a big screen. <laughs> yeah, well, just I'm sure if you just uh, spliced some cables and had the knowledge of how to do that you could get it working on your tv that's true that, that is true uh so that's that was a little bit of a bummer to me i know that the original rumor talked about the whole thing getting remastered with enhanced graphics like mario odyssey graphics oh yeah i feel like that'd be a, a little weird I don't know. I always so doubted the... that that was the case. I was like, if this is coming out, it's going to be just a port of the old ones, maybe with yeah. maybe with some smoothing, which they did just a, a little bit to make it look not so bad. But yeah, if they like redid the graphics to look like Mario Odyssey, I would just rather they uh, put that towards making Mario Odyssey two. <laughs> I don't know. I would have really, really liked it if they did that as well. <laughs> I, I also want Mario Odyssey 2, but I think these games with enhanced graphics would be really cool. I am always a fan of when Nintendo makes... when they remaster their game with the latest graphics. With the original Mario All-Stars, that's what they did. Like, they took the... they took the games and gave them new art assets that were upgraded for the time so that it looked a lot yeah. better but those were all still uh, 2d marios weren't they yeah probably a lot easier to do yeah that. i imagine that'd be quite a bit easier but think about uh pokemon games that have been re-released on the new platform on new platforms with better graphics fire red leaf green um heart gold soul silver Omega Once Ruby again, Alpha Sapphire. Those are Sapphire. sort of like 2D games, though. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Those aren't. Those were 3D remakes oh, of they? the original hmm. 2D. I didn't know that. But I yeah, haven't always... played like I've I haven't played like any of the remade Pokemon games, except for Heart Gold, which was really good. <laughs> yeah, just because like Pokemon Crystal, it's like the best Pokemon game. Yeah. And opinion. those were basically those were basically crystal. 
Yeah, plus Heart. a little bit of added things. Yeah. Except, I, I mean, they might not quite been quite as good as Pokemon Snap, though. Or Hey You Pikachu. Because we're pretty good. Pokemon Snap, man. It's coming. Yeah, I had actually forgotten about that until today, so now I'm sad that I reminded myself. (laughs) Yes. I am a big fan of when Nintendo takes old games and does like a facelift to them and makes them new again for a new audience. Uh, They actually recently did that with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which are essentially remakes of Red, blue, green. All right. I did not know those were essentially remakes. Yep. Those are, it's Pokemon Yellow with Pokemon Go mechanics. Oh. <laughs> you don't really battle so much. You, you battle trainers throw Pokeballs. Stuff, but you just throw Pokeballs to catch Pokemon. Anyways, I, I think that those all are really cool. And that would have been really cool to see with the, with the Mario games coming out. Just to use yeah, the I, Odyssey yeah. assets. Yeah, I don't really like care if they update the graphics, but I also like grew up playing all of those. So if they like for a new audience, they'd probably like it more with the updated graphics. Yeah, it's a hard balance, but, and I think that's why they yeah, went it, with the N sixty four, the original N sixty four, as opposed to the DS. There's more nostalgia for the N64. Right yeah. now, people are begging for N64 games to be added to Nintendo Online. Yeah, NFL Blitz 2000. Make it happen, Nintendo. I would play that online all the time. That is pretty great. That's probably the only non-Nintendo sports game I've ever enjoyed playing. <laughs> Yeah, that might actually just be the best sports game ever made. Uh, Wii Sports? I mean, it's close. (laughs) I really... And Wii Sports doesn't quite count. That's like Wii Sports World. Wii Sports World. It's going to be the the last two Wii Sports games and new one. New sports. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. I was going to ask you. Yeah, we're like so far off of where we started. (laughs) I was going to ask you about the pin set, which is coming out if you complete all the challenges. And uh, what? A public service announcement. If you do any of the 35th anniversary challenges and go onto the website, you can enter for a chance to win a Nintendo Switch and bunches of goodies. And it's really easy to do, so definitely go do at least... You just have to do one of the challenges, and there are six, and it's like, visit the website, download a picture of Mario. You pick, you pick your, your favorite Mario game and download a picture from that. It's, it oh, says, cool. this is my Mario, and you can share it. I'll yeah, you should, have, you should have told people that now I'm less likely to win a, a Switch. I know, well, I was telling you so that you <laughs> could enter... That's true. I, our did, 13, I did not know that. Before our 13 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and if you do all six challenges, one of the challenges is to buy Mario 3D All-Stars. You can win 
a limited edition 35th anniversary pin set, which is pretty dang cool. Do you enter in to win that, or do you just get it? You just get it while supplies last. So (laughs) if you don't buy like day one, I'm pretty sure they're going to be gone. Yeah. Do you think they would sell for $60 is the real question, though. Each of those pins? (laughs) Just all the pins. (laughs) I think the pins are going to be pretty rare collector's items. Yes. Because they're limited. My new strategy. Automatically made. Since I don't have enough, <laughs> since I don't have enough money to get uh, the collection, I'll I'll get that with the pins and sell the pins to, so I don't become homeless. Nice, yeah, that's a that's a that is a strategy. I don't know if they'll be worth anything right away, and also you'd be kind of a terrible person for scalping people. But it's not scalping if I sell them for a reasonable price. <laughs> And I don't yeah. get the 80 different sets of pins. So they showed, I think it's like you win five or six pins from doing that. But there's, that was just wave one of prizes. So there's going to be a second wave mm-hmm. of prizes. And there were more pins shown in the, in the direct, I believe. So I think there's going to be a way to earn more pins. Don't know exactly how. It's probably going to be tied to buying Mario the the 3D world. 3D world, yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm going to go for it and try and get those pins because I think that would be pretty fun. Cool collector's item. Yeah. So I think that about does it for everything that's in the 35th anniversary Mario Direct. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's super cool. Uh, it was very exciting. I'm, I'm just like pumped for all the stuff that's coming out and excited for the possibilities of Zelda next year. Yeah. Although now I feel like my hopes might be getting just a little too high. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to drive the hype train out of control. And... Honestly, for me, my, pred- my predictions of the 3D Zeldas all coming over and the ports and stuff, if any one of those things happens, like just one, I'd be super stoked. <laughs> so yeah, I, They need to put a, what is, what are the old Game Boy Zeldas, like Oracle of Seasons? And, oh, yeah. What was the other one? Oracle of, I want to say Oracle time, of Season but... and Oracle of Ages. Ages, yeah. Those were the my jam back in the day. I have not played those. Those are those are two I Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Another life defining game that you have not played. <sighs> I missed out on so much <laughs> on so many good titles. The thing is, I I don't know how enjoyable they would be now, you know? Like playing yeah. some some of these older games without the nostalgia for him, and I don't know. You say, I think, this game's kind of terrible. <laughs> I think Zelda is definitely one that each of those games is pretty timeless. Ocarina of Time still holds up pretty well. Yeah. I would really like to play Twilight Princess again, so excited for, for the potential of the HD make coming out. <laughs> and I 
like <laughs> like I said, I have not played Wind Waker, so excited for that as well. The possibilities of Wind Waker coming over. Yeah, I want them to port that over just so you can play it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Gotta get gotta get on. So so many games that I've not got to play that I want to play. But let's move on to some of these other directs that we received. So one of those was the Nintendo Partner Showcase. Or as I led in the episode, the Dance Dance Direct. There were so many... A lot rhythm. of rhythm games. So many rhythm games. I mean, it kicked not off necessarily with, a bad thing. But... It kicked off with Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory. Uh, followed by a DJ multiplayer collab game called Fuser. That one was confusing, watching through that. They were like, yeah, look at this. And I had no idea what was going on or what the game was about. <laughs> what am I looking at? And they were like... <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. It's going to be really cool. <laughs> it's by Harmonix, and they have a pretty good history of doing really good rhythm games, so I'm sure it'll turn out decent. And then I'm going to pronounce this next one wrong, but it's Taiko no Tatsujin. Tatsujin. The game where you play is like a little drum, a little drum character. <laughs> yeah, not going to lie, that... I, I saw that name and I just sort of skimmed over it because I knew I would never be able to say it correctly. <laughs> yeah, so that one, it's the first two games in that series and they are like time-traveling RPGs that are rhythm-based fights. That looks like an interesting game. Uh, so rhythm game, rhythm game, and then it was... World of Tanks Blitz. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprising change of pace. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was interesting. Uh, I don't know. It's free to play. Might, I'll try it out. I'm, I'm down to try pretty much anything free to play yeah. on Switch. And it has multiplayer, so it should be fun. Yeah, or at least you can have not fun with people you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Uh, then there was some boxing, Creed, and then some Final Fantasy games. The and then Final wrap up Fantasy this, Legend. Wrap up the direct with Just Dance 2021. So more rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like they could have put with the rest of the rhythm stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... They weren't, they weren't sure if that's how they should close, so then they threw in Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. I mean, uh, that's pretty good. And they're like, well, maybe that's not how we should close either, so let's toss in some Minecraft Dungeons DLC. <laughs> yeah, for like seven seconds. Yeah. And more on... And then there was kind of a montage with Jump Force and soccer anime game. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So, quite a bit of stuff. It was a pretty solid partner direct. I'd say it was better than the first one. 
Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. The first one only had a couple games, and Shin Megami Tensei was really the only notable thing that was talked about. Where this, I felt like, had quite a few things that were notable, but there wasn't there wasn't a Shin Megami Tensei Five. There wasn't like a meat to it, if that makes any sense. It was definitely just appetizer after appetizer. No big third-party game talked about, which is okay, but it would have been pretty cool if there was just something with a a little more heft to it, like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. The Wild 2, Metro Prime. Yeah, because that's (laughs) third-party. I don't even care at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What were your thoughts overall on that? On that direct? Yeah, they they seemed interesting. I don't think I'm going to be getting any of the games they showed. Although I might try out the World of Tanks. Right, that was the free one. Mm-hmm. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it for me as well that I saw in here. I hope Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 has another demo because that was like the best yeah, demo that's ever. True. That, that demo was awesome. We played so much of the demo <laughs> that yeah, we should pretty, have bought the game. <laughs> it was pretty much all I needed out of the game was the demo. Yeah. And then the clip they showed of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is out now, um, Definitely made it more intriguing to me, but still not enough for me to purchase. So, yeah. yeah. Not as exciting as the Mario 35th, but it came before. I mean, a so. close second. <laughs> I, would, I would argue that the next one we're going to talk about, which is the Indie World Showcase, was probably the second place among the three. There was a lot of announcements in the Indie World Showcase, which was on the 18th of August. So, yeah, let's, let's talk about some of the games that were revealed there. Uh, Hades, which was a roguelike dungeon crawler from the makers of Bastion and Transistor, which are both pretty popular indie games. It looked interesting. Wasn't like necessarily crazy about the art style, but the concept and the gameplay looked fun to me. And there was Spirit Fair was also part of that announcement, which looked like an interesting people home management game where you're like sailing spirits to the afterlife. Um, yeah. It had a very like happy, cartoony look to it for being kind of a depressing About game. Dead people. <laughs> yeah. And there was a short hike, which looked kind of it, it was interesting because they kind of went with like a almost an original DS graphics look to it. It's kind of a three D, but kind of choppy 3d but on purpose uh, takashi and hiroshi were some were, were another one that, that was 
claymation with 2D game mechanics where you make a game for your little brother. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, supposedly it was really short, but pretty good. So, I don't know. Yeah, imagine any game that involves claymation would be pretty short. <laughs> Card Shark, which is a game about cheating at cards, which looked pretty hilarious. I like the sound of that. Guys, the, <laughs> the guy's like playing cards and you have to like cheat to win at the games of cards but not get caught or they'll like pull a gun on you and shoot you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty That's interesting. Fair. Uh what else was there? Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero were announced. One that looked interesting to us was Garden Story. Mainly because my wife has been really into Stardew Valley and similar games. There's a game that we got called Forager, which which was kind of like a farming island management type game. And Garden Story looked like her style of game. Uh, yeah. What else was there? Bear and Breakfast, Evergate, a game called Raji, and then a couple of ones that looked interesting to me. Torchlight 3. Oh yeah, I've played... I think I've played Torchlight 2. Although I didn't really get that far into it, but it was pretty fun. So I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of like a Diablo-esque it. game. Yeah. Right? So. Although I've never actually played Diablo. But I'm pretty sure they're similar. <laughs> kind of the dungeon crawl, collect items, and co-op. So that looks fun. I'll be interested to see how that one turns out. And then Untitled Goose Game got or got is getting a co-op, right? Two-player mode? Two-player mode, which comes out the 23rd of this month. And Exciting that stuff. might be what pushes me over the edge to buy it. I It looks really fun, but I heard it's really short. So yeah. I, I just didn't feel like it was quite worth it. So I didn't purchase. It is pretty short, but it's just ridiculous. Did you <laughs> buy fun. it? Uh, it was a gift. Oh, nice. So you've played through the whole game? Yeah. Well, you'll get I, to enjoy the co-op. Yeah. You and Lincoln that, I, I should have uh, game. should have showed it to you guys while you were visiting. Yeah, I didn't know you had it. Yeah, I kind of that forgot I had it. <laughs> so, there's just a ton to this Direct, and a lot of games that I was interested in, or am interested in checking out. Yeah, I, I realize that... is one I've heard a lot of good things about, but have yeah. not picked up. I realized while you were talking about it that I have not actually watched this. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, wow, these are so many new things I did not realize were coming out. 
Yep. I don't know how I missed that. I got got to go back and watch that. Yeah, that one's a little bit longer as well. It just felt meatier than the third-party partner direct, which is funny to me because I just feel like the third-party partner, those are other AAA game studios that it's the direct just isn't as gripping and engaging as the indie one. I don't, I don't know why, like the indie ones yeah. look better. It's, it's some of the games like almost looks kind of like a games you'd have on your phone. I kind of think that way of like rhythm games, which I mean, they can still be super fun, but a lot of rhythm games just seem to come off as like a, a game that can be on a phone. Yeah, I got, I, I hear you there. Definitely. I, I'm pretty sure the Kingdom Hearts one is on phones. <laughs> so that's just the way it is, I guess. But I felt like the Indie Direct definitely scored better than the partner presentation. Not that any of these were bad, but by far the Mario 35th anniversary, holy cow, they knocked it out of the park with that Direct. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that. <laughs> It's funny because it'd been so long since a real direct that I was very afraid that hype would just be just way too much. But I think Nintendo knocked down the hype perfectly by just presenting so many terrible things before. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they somehow got away with just like sliding this direct in without disappointing the entire world. Yeah. So that's, I think it, well, I think it was a pretty much a lot of what people were hyped for it to be. Yeah. So I feel like it met expectations. Well, let's re I, I want to revisit that topic specifically in our question section today, um, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about their shadow dropping of things. Uh, so let's move to our next and last news item for today, which is one I'm, I'm very interested to hear your opinions about. And let's talk about Fortnite and their battle against Apple. So between our last recording and this recording, Fortnite, Epic, Epic Games put out. I, I kind of break down the situation as much as I know. I don't, I'm I'm not an expert on what's going on. I'm really not up to date on it too much. But Fortnite changed the pricing for the in-game currency to be cheaper if you purchased through their store, and basically circumvented the Google Play and Apple App Store um, purchasing systems. They So that Google and Apple weren't getting a cut. Yes. And they they instead took like a 10% cut as opposed to like so so Epic took like a 10% cut where Apple and Google were taking like a 30% cut. Yeah, so they reduced prices, but they only oh, reduced by twenty percent. So they're still making more. Yep, 
Yep. But it's cheaper for the consumer. Yeah, that's all most consumers care about anyways, so... <laughs> yeah. So they did this and were instantly pulled from both app stores and then were... <laughs> and then immediately released a video which was a spoof of an Apple commercial from 1984, which was a spoof of the 1984 book. <laughs> uh, and it basically has this giant Apple talking on the screen, and he's, tell he's talking about the App Store unification initiative, and then a Fortnite character comes in and throws their hammer at the, or their pickaxe at the screen. It breaks the screen. And it's like, fight the power, we're fighting the man. <laughs> As yeah. it was it it was a pretty epic video attacking Apple for what Apple attacked like IBM and other big computing companies for back in the eighties. <laughs> so it was like a taste of their own medicine, because now they're the big guy. So, yeah, kind of funny to see that come full circle. I actually showed that to my dad and he was like, he was like, man, that's so epic because this is exact because he, he was like, this is exactly what Apple did in the 80s. And now they're getting it done back to them by a different company. Um, but the whole thing is just really drama filled with the fight. Yeah. Basically, they Fortnite or Epic Games wants Apple and Google to not take such a huge cut out of the purchases of the in-game purchases, and um, basically, Apple wants money, <laughs> which is fair. So it's well, yeah. I mean, I've, essentially, yeah. Epic's reasoning for doing this is they also want money. <laughs> yeah, they want they want more of the money that's going to Apple. Well, it's it's an interesting spot because I kind of get it for games where you make a single purchase, you know, like to to purchase the game or purchase the app. Apple takes a cut of that. But Fortnite is one that has is built on in-game purchases. And so every time anybody makes a purchase through those apps, Apple's taking a cut. Yeah. And there's like no cap to that. So it, I don't know. Where do you fall on in in sides on this one? Well I I probably side a little more with Apple, I, I, I do think thirty percent. It does seem a little high, but in the case of Fortnite with Epic Games, how many like millions of more people are playing because they can play it on their i their iPhone? So I feel like Epic Games is making like millions more dollars because of Apple, and now they're saying, "Hey, Apple, maybe you don't take so large of a cut of the money you're helping us make." 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I definitely see see that side of it. And they blatantly broke the yeah the I mean, terms of use for the app store and then like turned around instant it wasn't like an accidentally oh we accidentally did this because yeah, then they turned they, around and like marketed against it. Yeah, they knew they were going to get pulled off and they already had their like PR campaign ready to go. Yeah, which doesn't seem right, but I think I side more with the Epic Game Store in this case. I do think 30% is way too much. And in the case where you are you have a game that has constant purchase power, that's just a lot to be taking out constantly. For, I mean, Apple is essentially doing nothing. They've, they have created the App Store and the device to play the game on. Well, they're but, uh, constantly updating creating new updates for iPhones and whatnot. They have to maintenance and maintain, although they're also just making money from people buying iPhones. So, yeah. But yeah, but I the mean, thing, the, the thing about it is for Google, and I think the reason Fortnite's pushing so hard against Apple specifically is for Google, you can download apps without using their app store. But iPhones, you cannot do that. Like it is against the user terms and agreements to put apps on the iPhone that are not through the app store. So Apple is forcing companies to have to use their app store and kind of monopolizing the app store and not, there's no, you can't have alternative launchers on there. Like it's definitely a lockdown. I kind of see that, but it's also like if you buy an Xbox, you're not going to be uh, launching any Nintendo games from it. I mean, iPhones are Apple devices, which I feel like uh, Android is more of an assortment of devices. That's true. If you're treating them like consoles then that does that does make sense. Like, you wouldn't buy an Xbox and then demand that <laughs> they let you download Nintendo games onto your Xbox. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just but think that 30% is way too high. It is, and I, it is a lot. As a game developer... Now, Epic really isn't hurting for the money. Oh, yeah, not they at make, all. <laughs> they make the Unreal Engine. But I'm hoping that this, that this whole issue debacle turns out to help developers like smaller developers by lowering the cuts that these groups are taking yeah i i think 30 percent is way too much to be taking from a game especially a game like fortnite where it's got constant in-game purchases i mean i just i mean you run quick numbers on how much they made and how much they've lost to Apple for that. It's like just crazy. Where as but if also you, how much have they how much have they made because of Apple as well? Yeah, you gotta think of, you gotta think about the flip side, like how many pe- how many users they they put in their video that's like one billion devices will no longer be able to play Fortnite. Yeah. But oh, well, I don't think that's yeah and they're trying they're true. trying to make it seem like it oh because of Apple a billion people 
can't play. It's like, well, no, you know exactly what you were doing. <laughs> this, yeah. this is your fault for breaking your terms. Yep. I... Yeah. I, I do think it would be nice if it was maybe a little less than 30%. True dat. Um, so some things that happened after that initial struggle was Apple threatened to take the dev kits away from from Epic for all Mac products. So it could have there could have been some like serious issues. Anybody developing using Unreal Game Engine could have suddenly not been able to do um, that. Could have been really rough for a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, but I think the court. I think the court came in and blocked that and said no. Leave this. Leave leave that part out of this. So it's just like Apple was just like flexing back, and Epic pushes hard, and they're just pushing against each other, and and hoping that it doesn't lead to just negative stuff for everybody. Instead, come outcome is positive for everybody. Yeah. Anywho, I was excited by the Apple skin that they released in Fortnite that you could get through special contests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I wasn't super... I didn't really want a character with an apple for a head, I guess. <laughs> Man, I wanted, I wanted it to match my, my Peely in suit. That's true. <laughs> That would have been a pretty good combo. I want all fruits to be char- playable characters in Fortnite. New season of Fortnite is out and is a lot of fun. The Marvel-themed season. We've played quite a bit of that. So I guess we'll talk about that a little bit and what you're playing. This episode's going really long because we've had a lot of news to cover. So let's jump right over into the rumor mill. And spinning up in today's rumor mill, we have the potential of a new Switch model coming next year. And like we've already talked about, a Zelda 35th anniversary celebration next year. You have any predictions for what they'll do for a Zelda celebration? I laid out mine pretty heftily. Yeah, I, I don't know. I th- you want Oracle of Seasons this- and Ages. Oh yeah, that'd be great. But they've uh they've I feel like they've ported a, they ported Wind Waker to the Wii U. Did they port another one to Wii U? Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, yeah. So I mean I feel like they've already ported a couple, although they were to Wii U and not that many people got the system. Who knows, maybe it's since they've already ported it once, it's easier to then just port that to the Switch. I'm fully convinced that every first party game besides Nintendo Land will be coming to switch in some fashion but they should bring nintendo land to this switch i, I mean i would love it if they did but it's just so dependent on <laughs> the wii u gamepad controls yeah you a lot of them you'd have to acquire uh, at least two switches yeah so okay so not every first party game but most every first party game because i don't think Wii fit is going to come either yeah so yeah i mean i I'd be pretty excited for some of the more the offshoot Zeldas, like uh, the 3DS Zelda games, because they're 
I I just had a DS. I never got a 3DS, so I, I missed out on a couple of, or some of those games. Yeah. So I, I would really like the opportunity to be able to play some of those on the like Switch. Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes is another one that was on 3DS that would be fun on the Switch with the, with online multiplayer. Yeah, that like Four Swords would also I think have good online multiplayer. Yep. Um. Also, I, I want Majora's Mask because I have not played that one. So I'm, my predictions are mostly just the things I want them to port over. Every game, every Zelda game I have not yet got to play, I want on the <laughs> <Yeah>. system. <laughs> Do you want the ones from the uh, the like Sony disc connection for the N64, where it's like, uh, goodness, I can't remember what they're called. There's like three games that are like super weird obscure zelda games i'll look them up i'll have them ready for next next episode yeah i i've not heard of those so but who knows maybe they will port them let's hope not they have some of the most horrifying graphics <laughs> and imagery yeah in I, all of zelda. I i do think the uh zelda 35th year anniversary is probably going to be a little smaller than the mario, the mario? anniversary yeah. Yeah, it but it might not be. And that's the thing that with my prediction I made earlier, a lot of those things are pretty low-hanging fruit like porting over Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD pretty easy to do. Breath of the Wild 2 is already in development and probably will be coming oh, out this yeah. year regardless. That was one of my predictions. They'll at least give us some information about Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think those... Although, I mean, actually, maybe not. They maybe wouldn't want to steal hype away from the other Zelda games they might be releasing. Fair. Yeah. So, I, in other words, I know nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, do you think that there will be a new Switch model coming out next year? Oh, uh, yeah, um... I wouldn't be surprised either way as long as the new Switch model isn't, like, a huge upgrade. I mean, I, I wouldn't... Because they've already, like, increased the, the battery life. Although they didn't replace the battery. I can't remember what else they did. It's I think like, that's yeah, all it's going to be. It's going to be, like, a minor change. So the new mo- it's going to be a new model of the existing systems and maybe some new colors. But they're oh, not going to yeah. make a new... They're not going to make a Switch Pro. Because that automatically makes some things just like not make sense. Like they're they're gonna split the market. So oh now we yeah. go for the Switch Pro. And yeah. that's a very PlayStation thing to do. Because how many editions of like the PlayStation Three were there? There were like so many. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are also quite a few Xbox Three Sixties. Yes. Yep. So I, I just don't think that they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely won't be surprised if there's, like, some minor updates that improve, especially, like, efficiency. It's going to be a, like that. A, a Switch Lite XL. <laughs> a, bigger, a bigger Switch Lite that has the ability to dock. Yeah. I, Which I'd be I, all yeah, over I, that. So That'd I, be I, sweet. I, I'd be pretty surprised if it was anything bigger than that. If it was like an actual Switch Pro 
maybe a new dock that um supported like maybe better resolution but even then and games more... aren't really being developed to like that higher resolution yeah perhaps the screen goes from 720 to 1080 oh yeah I but even then that's not a like huge... that that's not a huge graphical improvement. You're not going to really notice too much of that. So I just don't think it's going to be a big, like, this is the new Switch. It's twice as powerful. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, okay, so then let's round out the rumor mill by talking about the Super but Mario I'll, 3... I guess I should say one other thing. I, I also oh. didn't think the Switch was going to be like a hybrid system, so take everything I predict with a grain of salt. People are like, you oh didn't yeah, think the, the switch was going to be a hybrid system. No, people are like, oh, it's going to be a hybrid system coming out. I was like, that's dumb. They already got the 3DS; it would completely destroy that, and it wouldn't be able to be as powerful as a, a home console. That wouldn't make any sense. And then they did it. I was like, well, <laughs> good thing I'll this be. podcast wasn't <laughs> around then, because then we would have looked like idiots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do love the switch. It is good. Yeah. I don't think they'll be Although going back. I, it's going to be a hybrid for the rest of forever. It's it's too late. It's, they've already, I feel like, essentially destroyed the 3DS market. I feel like nothing's happening with that. Oh yeah, no, they've they've moved completely to a single a singular system. Yeah, that still corners the market on portable systems. Nintendo's always been the champ there. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so just don't listen to anything I uh, predict about consoles. Well, we don't need to because <laughs> because there's so many rumors out there. And with the Super Mario 3D remake rumor being real, is everything real at this point? It's just everything, every rumor that comes out, you're just like, oh, this, is, this must be true. <laughs> that was predicted I mean... so long ago, or, or leaked so long ago. And I was like, yeah, maybe that'll come. And then it did come. It's just, and Pikmin, Pikmin 3 Deluxe was rumored, and it came. It's yeah, like, essentially everything from the Wii U. <laughs> everything, every rumor we hear must be true. Also, so what all about these the... leaked direct dates and stuff have all been accurate. It's just, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just recently heard a rumor about a, a new direct coming up. Within the next few days, supposedly. For real? I haven't heard that one. Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> Let me see if I can figure out where I heard that. Da, 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 da. There's always going to be a rumor oh, yeah. of directs. But... Potential direct in the next few days. What would it even cover? They just did one. <laughs> yeah, but... This is like they... a general? Yeah, I think it would be more of a general, because they've They've done some like partnership and indie things, and then they've done one for Mario, but they haven't shown any. We haven't gotten any news about anything not Mario or third party related. I mean, in a while. what are they going to show? Like, I just feel like there was so much Mario stuff coming yeah, out. They'll show some not Mario stuff. Totally filled up on stuff, but hey, I'll take more directs. Gobble them up. Especially if they involve. Especially if they involve uh, Breath of the Wild 2 or uh, Metro Prime 4. Yep, yep. I'm very excited. 
Okay, well, that that ends the rumor mill section. So let's move right on over to our questions section. All righty. So let's talk briefly about Nintendo is um, picking up a lot with news. And the releases of their news and directs are almost dropped with zero warning. Why do you think that is? Maybe uh, because of the coronavirus, they had to fire all of their marketing teams. So now they're just like, well, I guess we'll just release everything without telling anyone. So, yeah, I, I have no idea why. I wonder if it's a way to negate some of the hype that comes when they announce, hey, a Direct is coming next week. To apologize a little bit for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. (laughs) As well, I think that the strategy seems to be working pretty well. Like, they're getting a ton. The Mario 35th Anniversary direct was number one on trending for youtube um, is still on the top trending list and it was not hyped at all in advance there was nothing about it other than like leaks but were they were they leaks or is that just all part of their marketing yeah are they sending it all out (laughs) other than rumors conspiracy theorist time yeah, other than rumors and, and like small things, there's no warning at all. And there's so many rumors that are not true about direct dates that nobody even really cares. So Yeah, I, there's always someone that's going to say there's a, a direct the next week. Yep. Yep. Um, I think that... It's just kind of going to be the new standard for them. It seems like they're not, they're going to be working kind of on the fly. And I don't know. It seems like it's working. Yeah, it seems to be going pretty well for them. Yep. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out. It is. It is kind of a a weird spot to be in as a fan and as a follower of the system because you want to know what's coming out and you want to have like a a schedule to look forward to. But at the same time, it's a lot of fun to have a surprise. And they just keep on pulling out the surprises. Yeah, I mostly just want to hear news about, I guess, things that I already know are in development. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that in a previous episode of if we if we ran their marketing, we'd do some sort of like status update meeting direct where they just talk yeah. about, yeah, that's where we're at with this game. But I don't know, maybe we were the only people that would be interested in something like that and everybody else just wants complete products. And if you want complete products, then the strategy they're going with where it's like, Here's a complete product. You can buy it now. It's done. It'll be out tomorrow. It'll be out today, right after this direct, or two months from now. And it's uh, just like a lot of stuff that's really short announcement to to out 
date time frame. Yeah, which, which is kind of nice because, I mean, you then don't get really hyped about it and then forget about it a bit. Yeah. You're, you're still hyped about it when it comes out, so you, you want to buy it. So maybe that's their strategy. It's true. Yeah, so it, it makes sense, but it's also a bummer. <laughs> um, so let's then move to the rest of our question section. We're going to talk about the game of the month for the month of August, which was Donkey Kong Country, and kind of give our overall thoughts and impressions on the game and then we'll talk about the next game we'll be playing. Um, you want to start? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was a fun game. I think the first minecart level was probably the hardest level in the entire game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am kind of uh, pretty glad that it was on the virtual console so I could like save and get off whenever I wanted. I never I never used like the rewind abilities, but there were some times where something would come up and I wasn't close to one of the save points in the game, but I was able to just like suspend it and come back to it later. So that was definitely really nice. But yeah, it also turned out to be quite a bit longer than I expected. So did you beat it? I did. Nice. And spoiler alert time, they have... The boss fight is not over when you think it's over. And you'll probably die because of that. Uh, the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not beat it. I did not beat it on this playthrough. But I enjoyed my my playtime. I'm I'm committed this next game we're gonna play, I will I will play through the entire game. Yeah. Uh, it, it like at the end of the game it even like ran through all the qu- credits and it's like the end with a question mark and I was like Ah, uh, setting it up for a second one. And then King K. Rule just hops up and punches me in the face. What what the crap? <laughs> oh, I can't believe that got you, man. That's been that's been spoiled for a long time. So Oh man, I had I had no idea. <laughs> that's awesome. I hope I hope we have more moments like that by playing through these uh older games as part of Game Club. I, I definitely enjoyed playing through Donkey Kong Country again. Really like the soundtrack of Donkey Kong Country. It is very well written. Uh, just fits the whole aesthetic of the game is really good. I kind of wish they'd go back to it. I, I liked. I, I like it more than the modern Donkey Kong Country games. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how well was... it would look now. Like, but their th- cutting edge three D modeling at the time was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, this is pretty much the only uh, Donkey Kong game I've played. I played a little bit of a small like part of a demo or something of Tropical Freeze. But yeah, for I some reason, the... just didn't really get into it. I, I know a lot of people really like Tropical Freeze, and unpopular opinion, I just did not get into it. They're like, this is one of the greatest platformers of our generation. And I'm just like, I just, I just couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Yeah, I, was, I played through the first that same world. Boat. I played through like the entire first world of that game and just couldn't really, it didn't really grip me. And I don't know, I not like the original Donkey Kong Country, which I felt like had a much more unique art style. And I don't know. Great game. I love the ending, how (laughs) it psyched you out. So 
this month, the uh, month of September, we are going to be playing through Super Mario Bros. 2, which is Woo-hoo. the... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember what game that's based off of. It's... Hang on just a second. Good old Google here will will let me know. It was only released in North America because in um, Japan it was a different game. But in North America, okay, so it was called Doki Doki Panic. And instead of Mario graphics, that game had uh, different characters and... Nintendo of America didn't know how well it would sell, so they were like, let's put in Mario characters instead. Because I did not know Super that. <laughs> Mario because Japan's Super Mario Bros. 2 was Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, and it was basically the first game, but like for pros. It's like really hard levels. Yeah. Um, which is also out on as part of the All-Stars pack, I believe. So yeah, we're going to play through Super Mario Bros. 2, which is the game that introduced Birdo as a character. And as a boss you fight, and also the like little radish things that you pick up out of the ground. As Peach. As Peach. And Smash Bros. Yep. You, and, and I think this is the first game where you uh, can play as Peach and as Toad, as playable characters. I have played the first level of this game so many times, but I have yet to beat the game. Um, I think it's got a pretty sweet soundtrack and pretty uh, it's pretty fun game mechanics, and I don't think the game will be too long. So I'm excited. I'm going to play through and beat the whole thing this time. That's my commitment. So I'm, for I'm those joining you. us on Game Club, uh, head over to our Discord and join up with the Game Club channel where we'll be talking about that game throughout the month. The month of September. So, yeah. And thanks for those that participated in Donkey Kong Country, which I don't know who else did, but if you did, post <laughs> your thoughts and comments over in Game Club. Um, yeah, this is, it's a lot of fun to play through these older games that are kind of shorter. Even if you don't yeah, play not... through, you don't have to play through the entire game. I'm committing to do that this this go round, but just enough to be able to talk about it and and kind of try out a game maybe you haven't tried before or haven't played in a long time. Yes, nice to play a game that doesn't require a long time commitment. Sometimes, yeah, and like Michael pointed out, uh, if you're playing on the Nintendo Online, you have the ability to save state. And if you want rewind and you're a heathen, if you're heathen, (laughs) (laughs) well, that about wraps up their own. That about wraps up our episode for today. So let's move over to the last section of our show, which is what you playing. Alrighty, what you playing? I'll start this one this time. Um, yesterday, I busted out with 
some friends, we played Minecraft with the goal of clearing through the game in like one session. That didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I have never beaten Minecraft, like never beat the end dragon and rolled credits on that game. Yeah, I, I've only done it once. I always get really far-ish into it, and then something dumb happens, and I go, this is stupid, and I don't play the game forever. <laughs> it's <laughs> um, probably something happened. involving lava. Yep, that happened to me yesterday. I died in lava, and I was like, I'm just going to start over. And that's what happens. Um, so I'm excited because we're going to join back up next Saturday and finish that playthrough. We had a very bad experience. Yeah, I heard some with... stories about the nether. Ugh, the nether, man. So the nether update <laughs> has made the nether incredibly more dangerous. But also, it's fun. Like, it's fun more dangerous. But... We just had really, we spawned in a terrible spot for the start. Um, and then our nether spawn was also in a terrible spot. It took us like, we, we had to like hike a million miles away to find another fortress. And all of us died except for one person. So shout out to Kevin for <laughs> pulling the team <laughs> through and making it back. Um, and that took hours. It was just so long. We were we were originally thinking it was just be like a few hours to play through. And that part by itself just took so long. So played that. Um, I also tried out Pokemon Shield for the first time. Um, that was fun, but it, it's it's Pokemon. I mean, it's like the it it's doesn't really improve much on the formula. It doesn't look bad. I was playing in handheld, so I maybe it would not look as good on big screen. But it's I just don't I don't think I'm gonna get it myself. I was trying it out on my brother's system, so. And let's see what else. Played some Fortnite. Played quite a bit of Fortnite because I had to catch up and get enough V Bucks to get the season pass, and then the new season was a lot of fun, so we played through. Quite a bit of that. And also played Broke Out Nintendo Land. So nice. recently went on vacation and visited Micah in person, IRL. And Micah has Wii U with Nintendo Land. So showed that to my son, who thought it was a lot of fun playing Mario Chase. And we played Zelda. The adventure game on Nintendo Land, and that was fun. Yeah. And that's that's really all I've played recently. I played some Minecraft solo. And I'm trying to think what else we played. Oh we tried uh spell spellbreakers. Yeah. And I I liked it. I think I'd like it more on my Switch. I was playing on my PC. Due to a mix-up, I brought my brother's Switch home instead of my Switch, so we had to ship our Switches to each other. <laughs> Classic Switch mistake. Switch. Uh, we switched the Switches. <laughs> There's some, some sort of joke in there that I'm too lazy to try and make. <laughs> yeah, so... That was interesting. My, my PC runs Fortnite really nicely. Uh, 
it's pretty cool to have the gaming PC working and I can use it for games. Was messing around a little bit in in Unity game engine before we got onto this call. So yeah, Is it like that's silky what... smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I uh, have not been playing that many games last week or so. I think I've only uh, played Spellbreak and Fortnite. I need to get back and finish uh, Dark Souls, though. I say finish like I'm really far into it, but I'm probably like 12%. (laughs) We, since we were on vacation, didn't do any Divinity. (laughs) Yeah. We actually, while we were visiting, we played a lot of board games. We could talk a little bit about that. We played some Mansions of Madness. Yeah, good old Mansions of Madness. Did we play three levels of that? Yeah, I think so. And uh, and one of the matches, we all went insane and then died. <laughs> and then another one, Good we times. won like the best ending. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah, which doesn't happen all that often when playing Mansions of Madness. No, it doesn't. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll, I'll probably. Be, I think those are those are it. Unfortunately, I'll probably be with finals and driving back to school i'll probably be too busy to play divinity this next week oh which saddens me (laughs) get divinity and what's the other like completely blanking on it oh risk of rain the one will come out soon ish i think yeah i think it's been out on pc for about a month now they're usually about two maybe three months behind i think yeah. Consoles. Well, and then we've got another oh, Fall Guys. Human Fall Flat, I mean. Fall Guys is a different game. Yeah, there's an, another level in Human <laughs> Fall Flat that's been released. And then uh, two weeks from now is when the 3D All-Stars pack comes out, so I think we'll be sucked into that. It's funny, it felt like for a bit there there wasn't enough to play. We still had a lot to play because Divinity can eat your entire life away. Life, yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, end of this month is when the Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate Three Early comes release. out, and we'll be getting that. So it's just like I I was telling my wife, I'm like I'm very sad right now. Like I'm very excited for all the games, but I want to spend so much money, and I can't. Yeah. It's so unfortunate. <laughs> like I want to buy a game next week. And then two weeks later, buy another game. And then two weeks later, another one comes out. And then two weeks later, another one comes out. I really can't afford that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> uh, I believe in you. Also, I, how does anybody have time to beat each of those games in two-week sprints? I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, generally, uh, they don't take as long as us when playing Divinity and like games, I think. We're a little bit of perfectionists. Maybe. Maybe so. that's our problem. Um, yeah. But that's really all we've been playing. We played a lot of board games recently. If uh, you want to hear more about our board game adventures, maybe we'll make a board game channel in our Discord. We can talk about that, because we just got three new board games. Yes. Uh... 
we got one two that I'd never heard of and one that uh, we had heard of that I'm very excited about called where'd that new game go root is what that one's called um, that's the one I'd heard of before <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of it <laughs> it's interesting you play the game each of you has you're playing on the same board but each of you has a different goal and different Asynchronous, I guess, is what it'd be called. But you're, you're, each of you is playing like a different game using the same board. So it's cool. Sounds interesting. And I then haven't heard of that one. Everdell and Telepathy. We haven't played Everdell yet, but we played a lot of Telepathy. Probably because my wife beat me at it quite a bit, and so she actually likes playing that one with me. <laughs> it's like. And- Super and steroids a- uh, battleship mixed with like mastermind. Oh, gross. <laughs> no offense yeah. to battleship or mastermind. Yep, yep. So that sounds terrible. <laughs> Mansions of Madness was a lot of fun, and I'm very excited at the potential of games like that where it's an app integrated. App game. integrated, yeah. There's. There are a lot of cool things you can do that for just straight up board games, you'd have to have so many different like cards and decks for things that it just isn't feasible. But yeah. if you have an app that can sort of take care of parts of those, then Gloomhaven but... would benefit from this so badly. Like But then the box probably wouldn't be like thirty pounds, so Yeah. Not as impressive. <laughs> not as good of a workout every time you bust it out. Yes. Well, I know your phone battery is about to die, so let's let's oh, yeah. wrap up this episode. It's been on one percent for like ten minutes. It's incredible. Wow. Well, yeah. I guess we'll close out <laughs> here. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you would like to follow us on social media, you can do so at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us at Nintendo Pals um, at Nintendo Pals Podcast. Just search those things. You'll find us. Please. Leave us a rating on your podcast listening app of choice with a review that says stuff that's like, hey, those guys' voices help me fall asleep at night. <laughs> I, is it supposed to be a compliment? I don't know. I, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> or the alternative, these guys are so exciting that I am awake for every minute of the one hour and 20 minute podcast episodes that they produce on Nintendo content. That sounds about right. Uh, yes. Special thanks to VGR for the music used throughout the episode. That guy is putting out so much music. Definitely go check out his stuff. Um, Links in the description of the podcast. And if you would like to join one of the coolest communities out there um join up the nintendo palace discord where we have game club talk discussion and um just kind of news postings and yeah there's i mean it's not super active and hefty busy but you know what it doesn't have to be but that's a good time. that's good because we all have busy lives and whatnot yeah you don't want to you don't want to join some Facebook fan group where you post something and it's buried under 2,000 other posts. That's no fun. 
Anywho, I guess I'll leave us with a closing remark. Zelda 35th anniversary, get hyped!